You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Epic Event Podcast. This is your host, Bree Carroll, founder and CEO of B. Carroll Events, here with another episode. And I'm really excited to just share um, some thoughts, some of the things that have been on my heart um, and kind of break down that first component of what Epic is. So for those who are new joining us, welcome, welcome. For those who are return listeners, thank you for coming back and diving into all things Epic. So what you need to know about Myself and this podcast is the framework that we utilize, the secret sauce to any event we believe is it being EPIC. And EPIC is an acronym that stands for Experiences with Purpose, Impact, and Community. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about the experience component of that EPIC framework. So um, I was actually on the phone talking to my mom and Um, For those who aren't as familiar with the backstory of even why I do what I do, um, it is, it has everything to do with this woman, my mom. And I absolutely loved growing up. She is a teacher and she was also a florist part-time. And I really enjoyed being able to help her and support her at different events. Now, your girl was not doing a whole lot, right? But she would show me how to do floral arrangements and I would duplicate the design that she created. Or I would help load things in or uh, when she did weddings, I would tie the, the bows on the pews and uh, or hand out the corsages to the the party and little elements and little touches, just being by her side and watching her um, just give the gift of um, serving someone and um, making their day really special through an event um, was a lot of the big takeaways and the motivations for me to even be in this industry Um And I'm grateful for those experiences. But mom and I were just talking. She's still teaching um, in New Jersey. And she was just sharing about them planning a field day, if you will, or their fun day at school. And she was really frustrated. And she was frustrated because she was sharing that the administration was trying to like dumb down their fun day for lack of a better way to say it they were watering down the kids fun day and um this was at a time when I was in school my mom actually spearheaded a lot of the activities for our fun day and when I say it was a whole full-blown carnival out there in the street like it was a block party um in front of the school and for anyone who's not familiar with like inner city schools and stuff like it's not a lot of space to to for kids to like be outside um, for our building, our elementary school um, was vertical. So depending on what floor you on, that was the grade that you were on. So we had actually had a fenced around roof. And um, so our recess and outdoor time was on the roof of the building, right? So for our fun days, they would block off the entire street. They would bring in bounce houses, uh, like a carnival ride, Um, They would have different activities 
um, like carnival style activities, but at a smaller scale, right? They'd have popcorn and cotton candy and sweet treats and pretzels, like all different things. And I remember those days so well, like we could not wait to get to the end of the school year and have our fun day. And a lot of these things, my mom is still trying to bring back in. She currently works in a tougher area and she really has a heart for these kids. And she has been advocating to give the kids an experience. Um, Because oftentimes I feel like as we plan any event, right? And, And it's not to the, I'm not trying to downplay the current administration that's over this particular school, but I think oftentimes when we think about, oh, we have an event to do, we we start to check the box on a lot of things. And I think that's what they're doing uh, and why my mom is frustrated in them just checking the box on doing a thing, right? So they're like, okay, we have to feed them. Let's just go ahead and just do a regular school lunch, hamburger and hot dog. Um, but they want to grill for the teachers. And so we talked about even food, right? My mom shared with them that there were little kids who were coming up to her last year because they grilled for all of the children and they'd never had a grilled hamburger or hot dog before. And that was something that was special that she, the little girl, went up to my mom and said, do you remember last year when you made my hot dog like that? You know, that's a memory that she cherishes even with the food that she experienced at that event the prior year. So people glaze over like what food experience and and, and that's a whole episode in of itself. Maybe we'll dive into that. But um, cultivating a, a and curating an experience with food, um, that is something that you should be thoughtful of because the different components Um, are built into this overall lived experience that you'll have in the room or in in their scenario in this block party or outdoor type theme. And I don't fault the administration for just wanting to kind of check the box on some things or um, trying to just simplify the process because I do think there is something to say about wanting to have an efficient event but not at the detriment of you serving an experience that'll be memorable for the attendees. And in this case, the attendees are inner city youth that um, live in buildings and don't have the access or the experience or the proximity to some things. So I love the heart that my mom is, is coming from wanting to expand their knowledge and wanting to expose them to some things. And, and, and to her point, Things that don't cost a whole lot of money, right? They're already planning to grill. Let's grill for everyone. Another thing that she's talking about, we talked about doing is like a three-leg race. All you need is like uh, some fabric to tie or or something to tie uh, the legs together. Or if you did like the potato sack race. Now, if I'm dating myself and y'all are like, I don't have no clue what these games are. It's okay. This is why exposure and experiences matter, right? So these are little things that are not really costly, but would really give them a new experience and and bring them outside. Most of these kids spend a lot of their time inside because their neighborhoods maybe aren't the safest. So they stay indoors a lot for those who are out or, or 
and that that are out they're not necessarily exposed to these like this fun carnival like free play type of environment because it's very um serious and you got to be on guard and it's just a whole lot of things and I share that to give you perspective but also to share that we should all be thoughtful about our attendees what is their home environment where are they coming from are they coming from working long hours are they coming from always being on this hamster wheel are they um people who are looking to make a change in their life but they're overwhelmed with their present circumstances you know do they get a good night's rest are they committed to their self-care and their well-being and their health are they investing in themselves like these are the things that we need to think about when it comes to our attendees so that we can have a a truly epic experience um, and, and ensure that we are seeding throughout the event different touch points that makes it unique, that makes it memorable, that makes it nourishing, that makes it uplifting, that makes it truly transformational because that is the goal for the events that uh, we like to curate is making it a transformational event. And I think when we are thoughtful and our heart is turned towards the people who will be in the room and we are thinking through the details of their lives, then that's when we can truly curate an experience that is meaningful to them and that will have them drawn to you in a way that they can be a loyal customer, client, um, and partner with you as you continue to show them next steps on their journey or to just build community with. Um, and, and I think that that's really big. That was the lesson. That was the takeaway from the conversation that I had with my mom. So mom, if you are listening, I am rooting for you <laughs> to, uh, make a difference and make an impact through, um, an experience because you see the need, you are thoughtful towards these students and they deserve experiences too. I know, um, I'm currently working experiences at a different level these days. I get to work with thought leaders, uh, change makers, small businesses, um, to, to really make, bring about transformation through the power of events. And I am grateful for the humble beginnings of working alongside my mom, who um, has just been a champion in um, having a heart towards creating experiences that will truly touch people. So that is my take on experiences for this episode. I hope that each and every one of you out there share this episode with someone. Um, Maybe it'll bring perspective um, and maybe it'll encourage them to bring in and think about the experience that they will have um, at their next event. So everybody out there, let's make it an epic day. If you are a change agent, movement maker, guess what? We want to help you create those spaces to make big impact. You don't have to have a huge following or budget to make a difference. And now with the Epic Blueprint Shop on Etsy, we are sharing our favorite templates to help you plan and promote your next event. Check us out at bcarolevents.etsy.com so that you can get your Epic Blueprints for small businesses today. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. 
This has been a B. Carroll Events Podcast. For more, head to www.bcarrollevents.com slash podcast.